1025. It's time to talk football. It's Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Welcome to Clyde One Super Scoreboard on the day after the night before as Scotland head home from Wembley with a well-earned point. It might well have been all three with Stevie Clark's side putting in an impressive performance in a nil-nil against the old enemy. Players performed, critics were answered and now a nation believes again. Croatia are up next with a win hopefully enough to see us through. I'm Gordon Duncan. Joining me in the studio is Gordon Diel, Mark Wilson and Hugh Evans. The emotions... The impressions of the game, the pride in Scotland's performance, they're all still with me. Nothing has changed since last night, Gordon. A draw was a poor reward for what the Scotland players did at Wembley. And optimism justifiably high for Tuesday's game against Croatia at Hamden. Meanwhile, and not to detract from what Scotland did in any way, shape or form, England are the most overrated team in that competition. Take that and party. <laughs> uh, Mark Wilson was quite a night. Uh, yeah, uh, it was extraordinary. And uh, it took me quite a while to, to get to sleep just because of the emotions and the adrenaline running through your body. And it's, it, it's quite unique to celebrate a 0 0 draw in the way that we have done. But I think it's fully merited when you took everything into consideration. I'm with you, I've woke up today, you know, my feelings are still the same, I still believe we can qualify, we've got a very tough game coming up on Tuesday, but the way those boys must be feeling at the minute, reading the newspaper, seeing all the positive media feedback after all the negative feedback uh, coming out uh, uh, everywhere on Monday, they must be feeling on top of the world, so we've got a right good chance. Yeah, once again, we're behind the boys, Gordon, they come in for a lot of criticism on Monday after that game. But they answered that criticism on uh, Friday night And the adrenaline, as Mark was saying, was rushing through the lot of us We left the studio at 11 o'clock last night And still up to about 1 o'clock thinking about the game Can't wait to get in the studio speaking about it today Getting about this this morning I was away playing, very lucky to go and play golf And every person yep. you bump into is talking about how positive Scotland are Yeah, we're here until 4 o'clock six, uh, 4 o'clock is it? 6 o'clock? I've lost track 6 o'clock, 6 o'clock, 6 o'clock What day is this? Uh, yeah. we, that, that just sums up where my head is at It's 6 o'clock, 01419511025 Get your calls in, let us know what you thought of the game How you're feeling today Are you recovered? And uh, how does it set us up? For Tuesday, don't forget every caller that makes it on air goes into the draw for a retro Scotland top thanks to Grieve Sports as well. But Hugh, the impact that it's it's had on people, as Mark said, we all set out a long time ago to watch football matches to see you win games. Mm. But context is important. Every nil-nil is different. And this nil-nil was one that came at Wembley. It came against one of the favourites for the tournament. It came a couple of days after... We had been disappointing with the result against the Czech Republic. It came at the end of a week where we had been battered by mm. various quarters for the outcome in that game and certain players had been picked out. So context is important and that's why the country feels so good about itself this morning. Be honest, we all thought that Scotland were up against it at Wembley and the longer the game went on, I thought I'm disappointed in a draw. I genuinely thought we could win the match and I thought the individual performances were fantastic. Uh, O'Donnell, Gilmer, Tierney, Hanley, mm. Robertson. Fantastic. And I think there's been a grudging admiration for Scotland from the, the 
pundits in the South And I think on occasion There have been downright idiotic remarks made About some of the performances of the Scotland players By the pundits in the South Some of whom suggested The game was actually passing Billy Gilmer by So, you know we, we <laughs> And can... I thought you three had come out with some crackers yeah. over the years Honestly, yeah. that made me feel brilliant About spending Remarkable, the afternoon yeah. with you three Lee Dixon is now a speckier tube than I am <laughs> uh, So it, it was an outstanding performance And 100% credit to... Steve Clark, because you know we, we had the, the usual volatile reaction to the defeat from the Czech Republic, but Stevie Clark, his organisation of the team, his selection of the team last night, bang on. Yeah, we've got a lot coming up on the show between now and six o'clock. We're going to hear from Stevie Clark probably twice. Oh no, in fact, we'll hear from him on on last night. We're then going to go into the Scotland camp. They've got a press conference today. I don't think that will be Stevie Clark. Sorry, but it will be someone else speaking to us. This afternoon So you'll hear that I'm hoping to speak to Kenny McLean Very soon Who obviously would have been At the Euros Would it not for injury We're going to get The inside track On Billy Gilmore's Amazing uh, career Short career so far So a lot coming Between now and 6 o'clock But we need you to join in That's the whole point 01419511025 On the phones Or at Clyde SSB On Twitter Mark we will We'll get into The nitty gritty Because you could go through all 13 players one by one And analyse their performance And come up with positives Just as an an overview How did you view the performance last night? Well, I think the game plan worked first and foremost From Steve Clark um, I think you've got to give the, the manager credit right away How he set his team up it Was brave With playing two out and out strikers You know, not a, a striker And an attacking midfielder just off him He went for two strikers um, overall, individually, um, I don't think there was a failure Gordon on the pitch And some of those players, remember Have come in for very harsh criticism In the past four days You know, you look at David Marshall Who lost the goal from the halfway line And people were were saying You know, it was, it was down to his positioning It was his fault He should be replaced from Craig Gordon So he goes into that game at Wembley With that in the back of his mind you then go to Stephen O'Donnell who obviously in my opinion was getting vilified I thought it was over the top the criticism that was aimed at him so he goes in with that in his mind and he knows he has to pull off a performance Lyndon Dykes you know missed some chances so uh, there's a lot of negativity in some of these players minds going into that game for them to perform the way they did mm. uh, with that in mind was was unbelievable and it must just fill them with confidence going in to this game on Tuesday against Croatia Which will be a very difficult game Croatia may be an aging side But they still got quality players The biggest compliment you can give the Scotland team Gordon Was that We're all a little bit disappointed that we didn't win it Maybe disappointed is the wrong word But we're mindful of the mm. fact I said earlier Every nil-nil draws different It's not like we were clinging on Lee Griffiths gave us an unbelievable day at Hamden a few years ago And we almost snatched it But we got battered that day We got mm. absolutely battered And we didn't create very much Until those two free kicks In fact we didn't create anything Last night We went toe to toe And were brilliant I, I I can totally understand Where Hughes come from I'm completely different I am not disappointed That we didn't mm. win the game Gordon And I'll tell you why Because we could have been Easily Not even in this show This afternoon They could We Tuesday could we could have forget, forgot about Tuesday because nobody'd be interested in it. With pressure, it was on us to keep ourselves in the Euros. And remember, in the first ten minutes, Stones hits the the, the post with with a header that goes in all of a sudden. Oof! But see, after that, I was 
I just thought the team was brilliant. I'm I'm not disappointed because I think that as much as a nil-nil draw, the confidence mm-hmm. that will give those players. I congratulate Steve Clark because let me tell you, there's a lot of people lining up with a scatter gun for him because of what happened in Monday. He got his team hundred percent spot on. The players responded to it, and we have kept ourselves and given ourselves every opportunity. To qualify mm. So as I can totally understand What Hugh's saying About disappointment I'm over the moon Gordon Because I think We can go on for here 01419511025 Gordon DL Is over the moon How is Josh Feeling on the line today? Uh, I'm not feeling too great Gordon As, as you can probably imagine <laughs> um, But uh, in terms of the football Wow well, I mean What a performance uh, that, that was last night guys um, A couple of things Billy Gilmore, he is total football, by the way. He was light years ahead of every other player on that pitch. Um, and honestly, I, I think he's going to be one of the best Scotland footballers ever. I think he has everything in his locker to any level, um, way past Chelsea. I- We'll get Josh back His line's breaking up We got a good gist Of what he was talking about Hugh Yeah but like You could pick them all out But Billy Gilmore Wow Yeah uh, Clearly There will be A lot of hyperbole About uh, Billy Gilmore now But that's allowable In the immediate aftermath Of the game against England And the way he performed there uh, Josh is quite right He will be A Scotland stalwart For the next 15 years uh, And Can only get better and better he is a phenomenon uh, To be this young To have gone to Chelsea To have a Champions League winner's medal uh, To put on display At this early stage in his career It is wonderful to have him We have a core Of players now Robertson, Tierney, McTominay, Gilmer A core That will be our mainstay for a long time I think we've got Josh back Josh, we lost you when you were praising Billy Gilmore Saying he's light years ahead yeah, I mean, guys. I mean, I, I mean, I was just on the show the other week. I made the joke about um, Andrea Pirlo and all that, you know, about Billy Gilmore. Um, but seriously, I think this boy could be as good as Andrea Pirlo. I really do, honestly. Oh, come he on. Is, he's well, oh, so good. I hope you're right. I, hope, um, I do hope you're right. Also, guys, I also like to touch on, on Stephen O'Donnell. Um, I just he is, you know, uh, he took so much criticism, uh, and it was totally unwarranted on Monday. Um, uh, you know. I'll tell you what The manager uh, spoke Singled out both of those guys That Josh has mentioned Billy Gilmore and Stephen O'Donnell I thought Stephen O'Donnell Was exceptional And Billy was Billy was just behind him Nice for Billy to get that start Big platform Big stage Big player Billy I've said for a long time He'll be part of the Future of Scottish football We know what we've got in camp We'll try to manage him properly Keep a lid on things And Performances like that will do him no harm whatsoever. I don't think there's any element of risk when you've got a player of Billy Gilmore's talent. When you put him on the pitch, you expect him to do what he did, which is get a hold of the ball for us, make his play through the midfield. Uh, so no, I didn't feel I didn't feel it was a risk. I thought the obviously the balance of the rest of the team has to be right to support Billy in his his role, and I, and I think we got that right tonight. Clearly, was exceptional. Presumably, yeah, extra please for him. Please for everybody. Please for all my players and all my staff was a little bit unfair some of the stuff that came our way after Monday's result. Not Monday's performance, Monday's result. So I'm pleased for them. The objective tonight was to get something out of the, 
the game so that we could go to the last game with a genuine chance of qualifying out the group and that's what we've done so we're, we're pleased with that You suggested Josh you've got a bit of a sore head this morning which is uh, understandable where, where did you watch the game? Uh, in Wembley Oh you were there? I was hoping someone would phone up that was there. Oh for goodness sake right tell us what that was like uh, Oh it was brilliant man uh, I mean we, 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 uh, we had pretty good seats we were right next to the players um, and you know when when we were like him off uh, we kind of caught eyes we went up a minute and uh, you know, we were just saying to him that how brilliant he was, and he was absolutely loving it. Do you know what I mean? Um, but he actually looked raging to be taken off. Um, do you know, and you can tell, you know, you can tell what I, what, I, what an athlete, what a mentality he's got. Do you know? Um, the atmosphere was after, you know, after the game, everyone just serenading the players. You know, when they're doing all the interviews and that, it was just fantastic. Um, it was a great, great atmosphere, uh, and I'll tell you, we were giving it big likes to the England fans. I'll bet you were Good on you Did it feel like you were witnessing a, a special performance Could you feel that Because you If you were there at Wembley That means you've watched Scotland a lot Over the years And you'll have seen some really difficult Nights And w- I mean there are always those Heart and mouth moments But I mean we were, we were really good weren't we Oh yeah We, we were absolutely brilliant um, I mean following the team you know, Like I saying There are a lot of lows But you know The highs like that last night We make up for it um, You know it's just it, 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 you know like, even things like they're showing Gaza's goal every single day, every single media like, all week, um, and then they're going on about Phil Foden. And by the way, one of the funniest things I've ever seen watching a football game, guys. Um, at half about half an hour in, I don't think the cameras caught this right, but Raheem Sterling asked uh, gave Gareth Southgate the swap wings. Sign, sign, try to one uh, swap over to get away from Stephen O'Donnell, and I'm not joking. He definitely did it. It was absolutely amazing, um, and we just ran over the top. We were total football. I, I'm gutted that we didn't win because we more than deserved it. What were the? Because we, you know, we get the benefit of replays and all that. Watching TV, being there is such a different experience. And by the way, I'm so jealous <laughs> that you were there inside the stadium. What was the? What, what what was the closest you think we came? You know, what was the one chance that inside the stadium you you, you couldn't believe didn't end up in the back of the net? Uh, probably the Dykes one, uh, where it was. I think it was Mings kind of cleared it. I don't I don't think it was gone in the net anyway. Um, but he kind of cleared it off the line. That was probably the big one um, that you know everyone's hearts were on the roof. And it was just one of those ones. You know, when Nisbet come on, um, when, when Nisbet come on, you know we were all kind of having a wee snigger to ourselves and saying, you know, something. I think he's going to come on. We're going to act this year. You know, just just it did because it was just it was just that way, and everything was coming together. Unfortunately, we didn't score. Um, but I just think you know, if we can just get a wee bit more kind of lethal in the final third, um, I think we have got you know we've got a bit of a golden generation of players um, coming our way. You know, we, I mean, they get all the guys in the car, but we're talking about how the, the players. Um, you know, there's so many genuine superstars in the team now. You know, McTominay, Tierney, McGinn. You know, and it's a probably it's definitely the best Scotland team of my my lifetime. Um, you know, and, and it's just going to be a joy to watch them as the years, you know, as, as the years follow. Have you got a car full at the moment? I, I, the drivers are here. Uh, one of the boys is okay, so he's driving. Uh, the rest of us are all kind of just. Uh, How did he get the short straw? <laughs> uh, he threw the. Uh, actually, he did draw. He literally did draw the short straw. <laughs> 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 he was uh, he was behaving himself a wee bit more last night. And the rest of them asleep Because it sounds awfully quiet That's not how a car Went back uh, to no, Wembley two, two, would... the bo- two of the boys Are streaming the, the, the other game the, I think it's a Hungary oh, game Streaming uh, Streaming he uh, says Even the Hungary games 
<laughs> oh, Hugh, honestly, what a trip that would be. You know what? Because this is the beauty of following Scotland. We've waxed lyrical uh-huh. about France 98. Uh-huh. We had no result to speak of at France 98. But, you know, being there, being at that major tournament, that's what we craved. And not only have Josh and his mates in the car got that, they got a performance and, in relative terms, a result to match. A special night. When Josh was speaking about Billy Gilmer, my thought. About him and about Nathan Patterson I love the certainty of youth Neither was born in 1998 Neither carries any of the excess baggage From any previous major final And when Patterson came in After making his debut against the Netherlands And said, "Ah, I thought I did really well I didn't find that to be arrogant I thought there's the certainty of youth He's good and he knows he's good Billy Gilmer is fabulous. He probably knows he's fabulous, but he's an excellent speaker at the same time and clearly a humble guy. And Josh is right. In McTominay, McGinn, Robertson, Tierney, Gilmer, Patterson, there is the nucleus of something there. Without doubt, the best nucleus of players for decades. We've set the bar pretty high We've already spoken to one fan who was there At Wembley But no matter where you watched it Let's hear from you Maybe you watched it alone Maybe you had a a bit of a party going on Maybe you introduced young family members To the joys of watching Scotland Whatever it was Let us hear from you Thank you to Josh Drive safely 01419511025 And we'll take more of your calls next You are the voice of Scottish football Call 01419511025 Clyde One Super Scoreboard Hugh Keevans, Mark Wilson and Gordon Diel are all in the studio uh, No prizes for guessing what we're talking about this afternoon Reliving a memorable night at Hamden from now until 6 o'clock So let's hear from you, let us know where you watched it, what it was like, what you thought of the performance, who was good How does it set us up for Tuesday? All the usual post-match questions 01419511025 Now, absolutely delighted uh, to say we're joined on the line by a man who certainly would have been involved at Wembley last night on the pitch uh, Were it not for a, a cruel injury Kenny McLean One of the heroes In getting us to the tournament Kenny how's it going? Very well thank you Very well after last night Absolutely Now obviously Like we said You, you would have been there You should have been there That's that's the cruel side of football I guess What was it like Being in the stadium I know you were on Commentary duty Were you able to enjoy it Or were you kicking every ball With the boys? About both really I was enjoying it I was, I was up I was down I don't think I've done my injury Any good to be honest with you, I was all over the place. But do you know what? It was amazing. I thought to to a man, the boys were excellent, and you know everybody. Everybody's so proud of them, and everybody's buzzing for them. Yeah, the Norwich physio will be on to you uh, this morning. What you? I mean, you know those guys, Kenny. Their colleagues, their friends. You'll know what the game plan was. You know the manager. How how pleasing was it to see some of those guys really step up? Do you know what it was? A, there was question marks over who was going to play, and you know. If we would go two up front, I think the manager got everything spot on. Um, the tactics were perfect. I think the two up, um, I think it frightened England a wee bit. I think it got us up the pitch at times. The both strikers linked up well, fed off each other. And I think obviously the big talking point was, for whatever reason, Stephen O'Donnell. And, you know, people people got on his back after the first game unfairly for me. And I thought he was outstanding last night. To show that character after. You know, being spoke about so heavily, I, th- I was so happy for him because he's he's worked so hard to get where he is and to get Scotland in a the position they're in. And for him to go in with that performance, I, w- I was so happy for him. 
that can't have been easy, can it? Because you, you'll know the character, and he's been on this show. He, he's he's not a great self believer. You know, he's he's a little bit hard on himself as well. He was well aware of the level of criticism that he got. You saw the interview talking about it. So that yeah. that can't have been easy to, to go in to that environment under any circumstances. But then with all that hanging over you, as you say, he's very self critical, and you know he takes things like this on board and it. For anybody, that you know, that's not easy. You know, people people speaking about you in a bad way. It's no nice. Nobody likes that. No matter what line of work you're in, and and obviously, you know, it can take things um, pretty badly. But you know, the character he's shown. It's honestly, it's it was amazing. It was amazing to see. You know, he grew into the game. He was getting better. I mean, the uh, Foden get took off. He was against him at times, and you know, I, I was I was so pleased. You know, I, I was I was. Just desperate for that volley one But it wasn't to be Oh no, so close I mean, you play down there now Kenny So you know fine well The way that we are received down there And the, the things people say about us Do you think we surprised a few people Shut a few people up last night? Uh, I, I mean, we've got to Because I think we were the better team Saying that, a point was probably a fair result But I still think I still think we've done more in the game Than anybody expected um, you know, obviously the the English do, especially the media and stuff. They show a bit of ignorance towards us, and you know they, they write us off. Even even pundits down there, you, you saw them speaking before the game, and it was it was like a you know it was a matter of time before England were going to score, and how many were going to score. So you know, it shut them a wee bit up good as well. So it's um, that was a good night's work, and it sets us up for Tuesday. Hugh Keevans here, Kenny. How are you? Hi, uh, you, you okay? Good, I'm yeah. good, thanks. I'm good. To use an old Scottish expression about Grant Hanley, he doesn't look like the sort of guy you'd like to meet in a dark night. <laughs> Honestly, oh, Grant Hanley. That's, that's the last guy you want to be playing against. <laughs> Seeing training every day, oh my God. You want to be in his team, believe me, because that guy's an animal. He was colossal last night. Yeah, obviously, again, I mentioned Stephen there and, and Billy Gilmore get man of the match and you know nobody could take that away from him. For me, it was Granty. For me, it was Grant Harley was the man in the match. He did not put a foot wrong. He dealt with everything that came his way. I thought he was absolutely outstanding. And do you know what? That's been him all season for us. That's a big reason why we're going back to the Premier League as well. What well, you know, you, the feeling that we've got in that squad, Kenny. I mean, that night in Serbia was the, the greatest night that Scotland fans of a certain age had ever seen in their life, and it got us to to this tournament do, do yeah. you feel like there is something sort of special there where you look at that night we we took the sucker punch everybody thought it was typical Scotland and then you and the rest of the guys kept your composure got us there what's the what's the group like and the manager give us a little bit about the insight as to, to what it's like I mean since the managers come in you've, you've so, like nothing against previous managers that, but since the managers come in you've saw that team spirit and that together it is like a, it's like a club club team we've got there and that togetherness and the spirit that's there you know everybody loves coming away and, and working under the manager and working with this group of boys and you can see that everybody's doing so much for each other and we showed that obviously you know back in the Serbia game and then you know the the Czech Republic game was, was a massive blow to everybody and it was like oh that's it kind of a done but now we've gave everybody that bit of hope again we've got an opportunity to go and do something really special Kenny you're a young man you're not psychologically scarred by the past with this national football team. We know 
The older generation will think Ah no Built up for a fall against Croatia here But the young guys Who are in that squad now They're not burdened by the past Do you think that will be an advantage for them on Tuesday? I think so I think the mentality's got to be that The opportunity that we've got We can't be looking and saying I hope we don't fail here You, you know you, you can't go into the game with fear Because the opportunity If we do what we can do Is humongous We we all know that It's never been done From the men's team And we've got I think we've got A great opportunity I, re, I really fancy us Especially after watching us Last night And seeing the emotion In the boys after the game You know how much it meant To everybody The fans after the game Everybody back home Everybody And you know it's the opportunity that we now have. We're 90 minutes away from creating history, and the boys know that, and they're desperate to to really do it and you know give everybody in this country something to cheer about. Great stuff, Kenny. It was brilliant to hear from you. Just before we let you go, we're sad to see you're not out there doing your thing. It would have been great to, to see you having played such a big part in getting us to the tournament. How's things going? Rehab and, and all that on the right track? Yeah, that's me. Six weeks, six weeks into my, I had a, I had my crutches and brace. So I've got rid of them. I'm, I'm now in the gym doing rehab. So I've got about another six weeks, hopefully. So um, I'm looking towards the end of pre-season. Hopefully, get a couple of weeks pre-season and then ready to go for the Premier League. Good stuff. Don't worry, we'll qualify for the World Cup anyway, and of you'll be there. We'll, Brilliant, we'll Kenny McLean. Your, thank you. We'll do your Smith be putting haggis <laughs> and nips on the, the menu <laughs> now. Of course. <laughs> the Scottish connection Brilliant Kenny McLean Taking a bit of time away From his pal Sturty They were having a few beers But he's more than happy To give us a few oh, minutes brilliant. On the phone What a man Kenny we really appreciate it Take care Thank you See you Bye, Good Kenny. man That was Kenny McLean Get back on a few hours When now there's <laughs> beers <laughs> <laughs> do, do you know that It's a good point though Kenny McLean Ryan Jack Players of that calibre Who didn't make this yeah. tournament They are added to The core yeah. The McTominays, the McGinns, the Robertsons, the Tierneys, the Gilmores, yeah. the Patterson. There's a, there's a really, really tidy squad building and up. By here. the way, see if you talk about big moments in getting us there. Ryan Jack played phenomenally well. Kenny McLean scored the two decisive penalties. Yeah. Shanklin scored a penalty. McBurney scored a penalty. Griffith scored a penalty. And none of them are at the Euros. It, it's been a real collective effort and it shouldn't be yeah. forgotten. Talk about a squad game. I, I mean, we. I remember many years we were relying on one or two players trying to dig us out of a hole uh, on so many occasions. But like you said there, Gordon, we've got so many players that have contributed to this this is um you know, tournament getting us there and the result last night because if Kenny McLean and Ryan Jack were fit, the man in the match wouldn't have been in the squad, in my opinion. Billy Gilmore wouldn't have even been there. I, I don't think so. It's uh, it's just funny how things work out that because those guys miss out It's an emergence of a, an outstanding talent That we'll see for many years to come Yeah uh, Great to a, hear from Kenny wasn't it? Oh brilliant um, And it's great the fact to, I know that he was working last night Gordon But it's, that shows you the spirit they've got He still feels a part of yeah. that I think there was a nice moment I don't know if you've seen it The players mm. can all went over Really mm. and, and can embrace them And Mark will tell you as a player in club football And you know if you're injured You seem to be away from everyone You miss out You don't feel a part of it But these guys just seem to have this bond mm. I think it's because of the youth that's coming through They're all coming through together It's brilliant to see It must be great in that dress room Delighted to hear from him He sounds yeah. so so positive And we wish him a speedy recovery Absolutely we do Don't forget every caller who makes it on air Goes into the draw for Is the Kenny in it? Uh, Kenny's not in it I don't <laughs> think he needs a retro Scotland top will he He's got the real deal from scoring the penalty against Serbia I don't think uh, I don't think he needs it But um, Simon who's on the line will go into the draw He's about to join us Simon 
take it away What did you make of last night? Hi guys, how are you doing? Um, sorry, I apologise if I'm a bit out of breath I just in the door Had a big walk in the country To try and walk off this hangover I've got I, I thought you were going to say That was you just in from last night I thought you'd really, really gone for it But you know, you've cleared your head No, it was, it was a late one uh, Fair play to my, my girlfriend Who last night, before the game Put a bottle of champagne in the fridge And went, I've just got a good feeling a bit later Lovely So that was that was opened uh, Maybe about two in the morning So yeah, it's been a, <laughs> it's been a, a long night But well worth it um, I'm just so I've got a few points with the game I'm just so, so happy for Stephen O'Donnell um, I thought he was sensational last night um, You know, all the stick he was getting in the build-up I've been listening back to your show From uh, from yesterday, podcast And uh even the people you speak to in the that were there next to you, and they were all just slating O'Donnell, and it was uh, it was so good to see him. You know, he wasn't in my best books after he left Kilmarnock. Uh, understandably, he thought he was going to get a bigger move; it never materialised. But uh, you know, so happy for him. I think he deserves it. He's a he's an excellent player, and that's the kind of performance he's capable of. Um, and he definitely did that last night. So, absolutely delighted for him. I mean, this is how good the nation's feeling. I've even let that opportunity slide about saying that he did get a bigger move. You know, I could, I could have done that, but I wouldn't. I wouldn't. I wouldn't. You were the better that. man. You were the better um, man. But yeah, I mean, look, it's going to be one of the stories, Hugh, because the narrative was set already. Uh-huh. It was all about Stephen and Donnelly. You heard Kenny McLean saying, "I don't know why." You heard John McGinn saying, "I don't know why." You've then got a scenario. I don't know if you, you everyone's seen the, the Stephen and Donnell interview where. You got a feel for him because he actually it almost looked like he could barely enjoy the performance against Wembley oh. because it was all about acknowledging this this this, some, this recovery from what apparently went on on Monday, which clearly wasn't a brilliant performance. No. But, but for a lot of people, it, you know, was it any worse than anyone else's? But you know, the narrative had been set. It was all about Stephen O'Donnell. John McGinn's asked about it. Stevie Clark's asked about it. Stephen O'Donnell himself is asked about it. Yeah, and. To go down there with all that hanging over you And perform the way he did He's marking Harry Kane at corners Who without a word of exaggeration Will earn a hundred times What Stephen O'Donnell earns And to perform the way he did With all that pressure on him And all that expectation People were desperate Waiting for that mistake And it never came The greatest symbolic gesture Of the kind of night That Stephen O'Donnell And the other Scotland players put in was when Gareth Southgate decided to take off England's captain in a game against Scotland at Wembley. For Harry Kane, that must have been a devastating blow. England don't take off their captain. But he and Rashford and Foden and Mount and Sterling, no change out of anyone, including Stephen O'Donnell and, as Kenny McLean said earlier, Grant Hanley, colossal. So... It is a great story We have to be better than this We have to, as supporters And we've acknowledged the atmosphere that was in Glasgow yesterday And Simon's had to go and walk in the country to get his <laughs> head into shape again We have to be better than blind club bias It's not Stephen O'Donnell's fault that he's not Nathan Patterson And it's not Stephen O'Donnell's fault that he plays for Motherwell and not Rangers We have to be, as a country, behind the national team no matter who they play for, no matter what they earn per week. And Stephen Donald last night showed why we have to be like that. But he, here's the thing, Gordon, there's a balance. Because mm-hmm. see, see, to be fair, n- not everyone's coming at it uh, from the angle that Hugh's suggesting. And see if you think, by the way, because Hugh's among them, see if you think Nathan Patterson's a better player and you'd mm-hmm. rather him play. Great, fine. That's the beauty of football. But it would be nice 
for us to you know we've got to the first tournament in 23 years and you've got players in the camp who I'm reliably informed knew fine well the level of criticism that they got mm-hmm. and it really got to them and they felt pretty low and we then expect those guys to go and be able to pick themselves up and perform at Wembley that that to me seems like that, that we can all control that a little bit better see if you want to say that yeah I thought he struggled I think Nathan Patterson should play fine but see to be opening up social media and see guys with Scotland flags and whatever in their name talking about him being the worst right back at the tournament or being out of his depth and doesn't belong at this level and all the usual stuff and then we expect them to that not get to them and, and go and perform at an international tournament well Stephen O'Donnell's won that argument but what I think is happened to Stephen O'Donnell and what I think was positive was the fact that and we've had it in this show people phone in and say oh he's a favourite because he played with Steve uh, Clark, under Steve Clark at Kilmarnock that helped him Gordon because the Scotland manager after all that criticism getting into the biggest game ever here last night could have easily taken the easy route and said, look, you've come in for so much criticism, you're going up against top quality strikers here, I'm going to go with Patterson. Now, Patterson is a terrific player, terrific prospect, but because Clark had worked with O'Donnell for so long at Kilmarnock, he believed in him, he thought that he had the strength of character to handle that, Hmm. and he decided, no, you're going for that, and let's face it, that boy came out there last night and all these po- people, and I, I said they didn't have the greatest game in, in Monday, but I also said that McGinn didn't, McTominay, I added them to a list. But he proved a lot of people wrong last night. And I just hope that we can get rid of that, whether you think, now me personally, I think Parsons a terrific player as well, but if a Donald plays for the next three, four, five games or whatever it may be, I will support him to the helm. Yeah, what did you make I, I, of him last night, Mark? The performance. I, I, like I, I thought from the first minute, or what was it two minutes, where he takes a throw in, there's that nice little move in the right hand side, he gets in behind the the England back four, and for a guy who's had a lot on his mind in four days previous, you think just put in a decent cross and whip it across the face, he actually gets his head up and picks out a great pass that I think Adams mm-hmm. should have done better with, and that set the tone. And then after that, defensively, first and foremost, that's what he's there for. He's up against one of the world's best strikers and Raheem Sterling, kept him quiet. But his use of the ball in tight situations, um, I, I, I thought was brilliant. The one he picks out, Adams, you know, a little chip ball on his, his chest in the first half. Great, great vision playing in second strikers. And then at the end of the game, as the game, you know, wore on, you could see his confidence levels getting higher. The one... Near the end Where he gets the ball And right back here And he, he drives it Across the pitch To to Robertson Just showed How mm. his confidence Had come on And then Grealish comes on And he's tight to Grealish And he gives him A little dunt In the halfway line I thought he He got more confident As the minutes passed by I thought he, it was An incredible performance Look that's the beauty Of this, this performance mm. For the team Gilmore got man of the match We've already had a shout for Hanley for man and match. My man and match was Stephen O'Donnell for what went on before and his performance on the night. It's just about being proportionate, Simon. You know, players are there to be criticised. Ultimately, they need to handle it. That, that's why they're there. But if you're going to mention a bad performance against the Czech Republic, if you're going to base your opinion on that, it's only fair that you now mention unbelievable against England, Alaba in your back pocket against Austria. A great performance in Serbia to get us there. That's the fair way of doing it, is it not? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I don't think there's anything wrong with saying you prefer a certain player or you know discussing teams and going, you know, I would have this guy or this guy. And 
there's nothing wrong with that. That's football. We're always going to discuss it. But I think some of the, the attacks on Stephen O'Donnell were personal. I think uh, it's all linked into a lot of people who don't like Stevie Clark and never liked him because of certain things that happened at club level. And uh, that's their own, you know, cross to bear. But I'm, I'm a, I really like Nathan Patterson as well. I think he's, a, you know, an absolutely tremendous prospect. I think he's going to be a right back for, for many, many years to come. My biggest concern, though, is that he doesn't become better, you know, the longer he's not playing. Mm. Uh, and amongst, you know, the opinion of fans and things like that, like, we don't hype him up to be, you know, he's going to come in and he's going to be prime Cafu. You know, he's going to take some time to settle international level. You know, all players do. Um, so I, I just kind of worry that we're, we're maybe going to put a bit too much pressure on Patterson when his time inevitably comes. But, you know, Kenny McLean kind of stole my thunder, which if anybody's going to do it, I'm quite happy <laughs> it was him. But um, Grant Hanley was my man of the match as well. I thought he was absolutely sensational. He was, he won everything. He had Harry Kane in his back pocket. So much so, obviously you mentioned Kane had to get substituted. Um, I think he was all over the place covering. Uh, his distribution was excellent. I think he, he was superb and a this morning, I do really feel though for Phil Foden because it must be bad for him to go out to all that get a haircut specifically for this game to try and wind Scotland up and then get substituted after you know being being in the pocket of a, a guy who plays for Motherwell must be you know a pretty bad moment for him. But I'm yeah, just absolutely delighted and brilliant for us. Thank you very much to Simon 01419511025. It was a pleasure. We'll take more of your calls next. 0141-951-1025 This is Scottish football's league leader Clyde One Super Scoreboard Hugh Keevans, Mark Wilson, Gordon Diel All in the studio You're doing alright by the way You all seem quite upbeat I felt emotionally drained this morning Hugh I know we were on air till 11 You then go home The highlights are on You're, yeah. you're reliving it You're scrolling social media um, I'll yeah, give you I felt drained I'll give you this Becky Tube diary Home 11.45 <laughs> Large one <laughs> Bed <laughs> Up at 7.30 Wrote Sunday mail column Went back to bed Got up Grabbed a packet of Jammy Dodgers And here I am There you are So if the Sunday mail column's terrible And yeah you can insert your joke here About how would, how would that be any different from usual uh, y- You know why But it was just one of those nights It, it reminded me of the, the morning after the Serbia game yeah. Where you're just a bit Bit groggy, yeah. <laughs> about the yeah, what went on the night before. But I was I was saying to you, Gordon, and I said last night, my boys. I've said many times in this show that uh, no real interest in football, and they've got really into the Scotland thing. You know, strips were bought yesterday wearing them anyway. Time I got home last night, half eleven, my youngest one can we play football tomorrow? That that's the power of that game last and night. He, has he all. ever asked you that before? No, no. So never uh, in his life. So this morning, uh, at, at half nine, I went into the football pitches, me and him, uh, and playing away. Probably better than probably better than you. <laughs> you know, I said to him, "Mom, we'll get a game with this crossbar challenge." But sure enough, I'm there ages. I can't hear it. He had it first time. <laughs> That was it game on. Get the ball Up the road You right. honestly Typically Your social media It's an unforgiving place As we've discussed it was, I put a picture of us a lot From the dry gate On last night It was in order You know Mark Wilson Gordon DL Charlie Mulgrew Myself Hugh Keevans First reply Paddy Who's the really old looking bloke He's sitting between Mulgrew and Wilson So he's talking about you Gordon DL mm-hmm. Okay I'll take that You're getting it in the neck there Where is he? Uh, Paddy was on no, with that Okay Paddy um, What else have we got Honestly there was It was Big Gordon looks older than Hugh Says Barry There was a couple There was a few Ooh, giving you a type yeah, yeah there was a few 
Um, no disrespect you, but no, 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 no. I'm taken. Hugh, Hugh didn't get off lightly though. Jordan Thompson <laughs> says, "Old Shug just hold out at Augusta with that mad coat on because he's a sort of green, a green jacket essentially." <laughs> Thought you were one of the one of the, the, cool. the previous winners of Augusta with a green blazer. Oh. Style guru. <laughs> Honestly, yeah, I was getting it. You were, you were all getting it tight, but there we go. Uh, Aidan uh, McMillan says Hugh Evans is one handsome man. So there uh, we go, uh, yeah. balanced up. Right, Frank is on the line. How were you last night, Frank? You enjoy it? Loved it, loved it. Uh, good afternoon, guys. Just first and foremost, just to say that your program last night was exceptional. I tried to get on before eight, um, and I'll come to the reason why. And then I tried again, and I was on hold. Um, right up to 11 o'clock But obviously there was more important people than me on um, <laughs> Ah don't take it personally Sorry oh, Fantastic so well done He's always a credit you're back um, And doing another great show today The reason I was phoning just before 8 Was just cleaning my back canvas For the Scottish fans I think the, the criticism of the result Not the performance was over the top um, All week And I was astonished that even after the team's pitch People were still at quarter to 8 Phoning these guys up and saying Bloody Stephen O'Donnell, etc. etc. I just you heard it in Stephen O'Donnell's interview after the game, the effect that these sort of things have on people. And I, my call would be to the 5.5 million Scots out there just can we stop that now? Remove all the negativity. Steve Clark's made his decision. Um, Stephen O'Donnell, as you've rightly said throughout the week, numerous times, has been heavily involved in getting Scotland to this tournament. and um, I was, I was really, really, really delighted with his performance last night. I think it says a lot for the man, the way he performed and put all that criticism to one side and, and had a colossal performance. And I think you'll remember it because I know he turned the guy phoned up about 20 past 10 last night. Despite that performance, and Mark Holson rightly says he was up there with all the best players in the park, somebody was still on the phone saying Patterson to start, which just sums up sometimes the Scottish mentality. So um, my, my, my point is, Scotland, brilliant, to a man, all 11 players outperformed 11's, uh, 11 players. I thought Billy Gilmore's debut was sensational, everybody said. I'd agree, Grant Hanley was a man mountain last night. I thought um, McTominay, barring that little slip he had in the first 10 minutes, um, was exceptional. I thought McGregor coming back in the team was brilliant. I thought Dyke set the scene. After 30 seconds, when he put one on uh, Luke Shaw, I think that set the scene for Scotland. And I was massively proud of the 14 players that took to the field last night and Steve Clark. I work for a, a large British company. I've got a number of mates that live in England to watch happen before the game. It's going to be 5 0, 6 0, photos of betting slips, etc. And even at half time, what do you feel, Frank? What do you feel? And I says, if I was an England fan, I'd be mega disappointed. I'm a proud Scot. I did have a bit of fear how the second half would go, but I actually think we. Boss the game, follow the game on. So well done to Steve Clark, well done to the players, and I think between now and Tuesday, let's just everybody remove any negativity that's out there and support the team and hope we get the three points from Tuesday night. Yeah, I like that sentiment, Hugh. Um, look, this, this is the beauty of this show in football. You're, you're allowed to criticise. You're allowed to have yeah. an opinion. But we've waited so long. We're now, although we could we could have done better, we're now in a situation where if we win. Our game, our last game on Tuesday I don't want to speak too soon Chances are we'll progress, right? Oh. I, I won't bore you with all the permutations But if we win the game, chances are we'll progress We might as well just enjoy this We might as well get behind it And do you know what, if it goes wrong, fine Then you deal with it But, but yeah. let's try and embrace it Absolutely Frank covered a lot of ground there I'll go through piece by piece 
I think in the 21st century scheme of things, Frank, uh, Stephen O'Donnell will now become a national treasure until Tuesday, <laughs> when when they will all be up for grabs once again. Uh, with regard to Callum McGregor, it's the first time he's got mentioned this afternoon. His work with Billy Gilmer in the middle of the park was exceptional. Everyone had written off Callum McGregor. And I'm quite sure that Ange Postacoglu, who was at Wembley last night in the company of Celtic's new chief executive, Dominic Mackay, I'm sh- quite sure that Postacoglu would have been very uh, appreciative of Callum McGregor's performance. With regard to your point, Gordon, about Tuesday, um, yeah, we've been here before and many times. And you could argue that superstars from the world of Scottish football from the King Kenny Dalglish to King Dennis Law, none of them ever get out of the group stages and this team that we have now can do it. Of course, Tuesday is going to be a traumatic day. I'm already shuddering to think what you will look like, Gordon, by the time the game starts. I know. Uh, I'm going to be calm. I'm going to turn over a new leaf. Eight o'clock kick-off. It will be one long night, but we do have the quality... To win this match Of that there is no doubt I was going wild last night Three cups of tea During the second half I had You're quite hard You're hard work You're like a first date mate You never know what you're getting <laughs> uh, You're really really hard work <laughs> You've had a few of them <laughs> I was going to say Yeah You're the one If there's one man That should be experienced At handling them It's you But no Frank's sentiment's right You know It's not about trying to be All happy clappy all the time And pretend everything's great Because that's not right either You know the team's there to be held to account Fans have got every single right to criticise But just now Gordon We might as well try and all pull in the one direction Because It's not as if What we've heard from the camp last night mm. it, 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 does, it does get to the players On a negative mm. sense So I'm sure if if everybody's been positive Then that should surely work in our favour I, I liked uh, the last caller Simon's um, When he said that Look What about Frank though? You just, you no, just no, kind of I've, I've bombed Frank He's <laughs> out the window No, I'm talking I'm going back to when Simon said We can have a discussion uh, Supporters can have You know a, An opinion of who they want to play You know There's not as healthy Gordon And that is football you know, we've all got different opinions. For instance, last night, if you're saying, right, pick the team, we wouldn't all pick the same team, so we've all got different opinions. But when that team comes out there, mm. we have got to trust they're representing our country. They boys went into a, a real pressure, pressure game last night. If we had to come out there with a defeat, this country would have been as flat as a pancake. They boys took on that challenge and they deserve all the praise they're getting Frank nice to hear from you enjoy the rest of your Saturday 01419511025 we're going to take more of your calls next Tackle the headlines 01419511025 Clyde One Super Scoreboard Hugh Evans, Mark Wilson and Gordon DL are here reliving a memorable night for Scotland at Wembley Yes we know it was only a point but it was the point that kept us in the tournament It was the point that gives us a fighting chance It sets us up, we know that a win should underline that for me Should see us through uh, if we can get the victory on Tuesday It was a win against the old enemy, it was a win on the back of a lot of criticism So it was a brilliant night and we're reliving it and uh, we need you to help us out So pick up the phone 0141-951-1025 And as we've been doing all week If you get on there You get into the draw To win the retro Scotland top Thanks to Greaves I wonder if any of you lot Would have gone for the 
the Scotland tops just to, to keep the, the feel good factor going. But you're casual today, that's fine. I don't mind that either. Let's go to John. He's going in the draw. John's in Blantyre this afternoon. What did you make of it last night, John? Uh, afternoon, panel. Uh, great show, by the way. I was in Glasgow for a meal last night and then we went and uh, took in the game. I thought Scotland, and I know there's individuals getting picked out, and rightly so, but I think the full team last night, to a man, were absolutely outstanding. The tactics, the character, after Monday's performance, we all know it wasn't a good one, but the Czech Republic's kind of amazed us play kind of that way as well, and that's what we done to England last night. We made them look average. The, 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 that wasn't a poor performance for England. They've got players that have played in Champions League finals a couple of weeks ago, UEFA Cup finals a couple of weeks ago, and we made them look average. The young boy Foden, had, he's a sensational player, and he, he was he was kept quiet last night, which I thought was great, because he is a fantastic player, and a lot of the fantastic players, on paper, are probably one of the best teams in the tournament. And I think we took it to them, they weren't expecting it, and I thought everybody showed big heart, big character, and it was tremendous. Honestly, it was absolutely tremendous. That's a great point, Mark, because the the job that we did, and, and obviously, as John says, what that then did to our players' opposite numbers, I saw a picture after the game, and genuinely forgot that Declan Rice played. Like, seriously, you know people say that, but I saw a picture, I thought, my goodness, I, I just don't remember seeing him in yeah. the game. Calvin Phillips, Phillips He's a bit more well. memorable Because he's got daft hair mm. But he's the Yorkshire Pirlo Before the game Exactly um, yeah. I don't know what that makes Billy Gilmore <laughs> And John McGinn uh, After the game last yeah. night the, You know Luke Shaw Someone said earlier I think you know He ran away for Billy Gilmore In the first half But Didn't see much of him Reese James was they, they, You know They changed their full backs And that's before you get to the headline Actually You're, talk, you're talking Harry Kane You know What well, Mason Mount's another one. So quiet. Yeah, Mason Mount. You know, and that the the spearhead of that midfield, hardly seen him. You know, and that's down to Callum McGregor, John McGinn, and Billy Gilmore. You know, they just controlled that midfield. Mm-hmm. Those, those three were by far better <laughs> on the ball and off the ball than England midfield. There's no doubt about it. And then, like you say, when you go to the headline acts, Harry Kane, you go Sterling one side and Foden the next. I'm huge fans. A fan of all three of those And any full back in the world Or any centre half in the world Would have their hands full with them But we seem to deal with it Pretty comfortably And I know I keep highlighting Stephen O'Donnell But Stephen O'Donnell's used to playing In our Scottish Premiership Against wingers that you know Celtic and Rangers apart Are nowhere near as quick As thoughtful As these guys You know the concentration levels has to be top to deal with those guys. What do you think, John? Well, just to own what you were saying there, my partner, right, she can take it or leave it with, with Fitba, right? I'm a Celtic man. But last night we went to watch the game and she was like, how good are Scotland? She, she was like, she's, she's like, we've got this all the time. And I'm like, I mean, we can be. This is the performance that we can pull out ourselves. I think Monday, we were nervous on Monday. And, and it, it showed... And we should have been more nervous last night, but we turned up, and it was it was just brilliant to watch. And I hope we turn up on Tuesday. But we need to enjoy it because we turn them all, whether they like it or not. I, I, I listen to talk sport most days, and the punditry on there, and, and you know what they're going to say about it's Kenny McLean alluded to it earlier. We just need to enjoy it and then take it into Tuesday because we're not waiting on a result for another team this time. 
but we can go and do it ourselves. It doesn't matter what kind of a bit happens or again. We can go and do this for ourselves now. So the last time I think it was hot. I don't know if Holland got a result and it put us out. And so we can go and do it for ourselves on Tuesday. And I think we should take it, uh, enjoy it, go and enjoy it, and go and see if we can get out again because the Croats they're, they're a good outfit. They're always technically sound. But I think if we play like that last night, I think we'll match Andy. I really do. I think I think we'll match the Croats anyway and hopefully put ourselves through the next round, which would be fantastic for the country, fantastic for the players who have took some doing on social media, which is unfairly, I think. But I think we should just enjoy it and go and play on Tuesday and see what we get out of the game. And if we play with that same spirit, then... It's a great point John makes though Hugh About the yeah. way that it's it's gripped people So yeah. see when someone says If any of those I Don't use a, a rude term as much as I'd want to the People sniping from down south Oh you're celebrating a draw it, it, It's more than that It's the impact it had on John's wife It's the impact it had on Mark's son It's the yeah. impact it had on your grandchildren Or uh-huh. kids that live round about you yeah. This morning you were saying Yeah uh, my two grand youngest ones uh, five and seven uh, And my wife told me When I got back last night they, To use her word The kids were going Tonto In front of the The television uh, And that, that's their introduction To all of this That's their first Real Honest to goodness Memory Of Big time football I don't get hung up In the England thing I am old enough To remember The day that England Won the World Cup Didn't bother me I got Went out with my pal And watched the Elvis Presley movie In the cinema And got <laughs> Uh, so, uh, and, 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 but last night I felt so proud of us. Mm-hmm. I'm not concerned about them. I felt so proud of us uh, on an individual and collective basis. And we've stood in the studio with Steve McDonald often enough to know how we felt for him last night. I just think that I am looking forward to Tuesday. I am genuinely looking forward to it. And I remember being at Hamden in 73 when Joe Jordan scored against the country then known as Czechoslovakia to take us to the World Cup in 74. And I've been at Anfield when Big Joe was involved in the, the winning of the penalty kick that took us to a World Cup. And I've, you know, I've lived through it all. Highs, lows, a lot It's funny I, I like John's You know Very similar My wife I said it last night I think Zero interest in football Like does not I couldn't care less Last night As soon as we get in from the show Oh I was so nervous there What about What about that one at the end When when John McGinn ran in And cleared it away oh, I, I couldn't believe that And, and when Lyndon Dykes Nearly scored And, and someone uh, r- Ran in and, and, and stopped it At the last minute You know That that type of explanation <laughs> All the terminology And um, better than mine probably Yeah and Get it th- on th- But that's it that, that, Gordon it was yeah, t- To anyone who thinks It was just a draw Quite frankly you're wrong No exactly And it was great The fact that uh, The arrogance of the English Thought they were going to Put us out of the tournament And they'd have loved Nothing better than that Gordon But it's it's just gripped the country oh. um, From all ages um, you know, you've got a youngin and see forties like that where we strip on and whatever. That that's memories to come in years and years. The same with my wee granddaughter and Mark's kids and Hugh's grand. You know, it's just the country has come together after the disappointment of Monday. Where I disagree with John slightly is, I don't think it was a real bad perfor- a bad performance Monday. I yeah, that's was, true. I yeah. thought it was a bad result. I would go with the bad result that put us under severe pressure going down to Wembley. But 
you can't ask for nothing better now because mm-hmm. we've come, we've come out of that game with a lot of confidence. We play this game and we're yeah. playing it in our own people, ground. People talk about the country coming to a standstill. The country will come to a standstill at eight o'clock yeah. on Tuesday night. There'll be you can forget Sucky Hall Street or a Gale Street. There'll be nobody there. And this is why we wanted back into this malarkey. After twenty three years we had missed it all. And now we've got it back and now we've got the do or die game to come. And I cannot wait and I'm really mm-hmm. looking forward to it. I'd like to see the attendance figures at work on Wednesday. Uh, <laughs> Going to be some interesting discussions to be had. John, you mentioned you were out in the city for some dinner and, and then you watched the game. You know, I was out there as well yesterday before walking round to the dry gate and I was actually in again this morning. It's, it's been brilliant, isn't it? The atmosphere, you can, you can just kind of feel it, can't you? Oh, well, the atmosphere was, it was electric, right, there was anticipation, there was a bit of nerves, but again, my, my partner, she was very nervous, right, and she, as, as I say, she, she can take a new football, but uh, the atmosphere was electric, and so it should have been, because if you say something there, it was do or die, and, and, and that should, should be do or die, because we could have went out last night, and that would have been the Menendia, and the country would have felt flat today, but we didn't. Because it was a do or die attitude, it was a great mixture of old school football working hard and modern day being good on the ball, knowing where your, your teammates are before you even receive the ball, he pass it over to them. It was great. And Glasgow last night was it was electric. And I hope it's the same on Tuesday, because everybody, it will be a standstill. I know where I'll be, I'll just be in the house watching it, but the, the people for the people that are going to go and, and watch it and, and soak up the atmosphere. Just enjoy it and 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 be, just do what the team done. Be yourself proud and be, and I hope the team does as proud as well because uh, we deserve it. I think we, we deserve to be something about it after all these times of, of hardship, mm-hmm. if you like. You know what I mean? Absolutely. Let's feel, let's get a bit more of a flavour of, of how it is impacting people. Thank you to John Grant Thompson. You might have heard him on earlier twelve to two. He's now nipped down to the Euro twenty twenty fan zone at Glasgow Green. Let's hear a little bit about how it's going down there. Well, thanks, Gordon. Yep, I'm here at the green at the fan zone, and um, I'm meeting some very hungover-looking guys. You don't mind me saying you're hungover-looking, though? No? Yeah, it's correct. It's correct. Uh, what's your name? Jamie. Jamie, how was last night? I mean, we took points from the English, so it was lovely. <laughs> <laughs> so we got uh, we got a group of guys. So we're all every, everybody here is hungover. We watched the game last night. It was great. What are the uh, predictions for Tuesday? Oh, a rollicking victory, obviously. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to go as far as to say 4-0 But I'm going to say 4-0 I think if it was 4-0 we'd be delighted Imagine the hangover you would have If we won 4-0 on Tuesday But it will have been worth it Also, uh, Turnbull hat-trick So, uh, what do you reckon of the fan zone? Oh, it's brilliant Like, So, I went to the, the Paris one Like, last Euros That's the best bit of any Euros for me Like, see this See, just hanging about with all the fans That's it Anyway, guys Best of luck to Scotland on Tuesday Let's have a cheer for Scotland Come on, Scotland Come on! Yes, every single person looking forward to Tuesday. Uh, we've got big games tonight. Portugal, Germany is going to be a big one at five o'clock, and Spain, Poland, uh, all been shown. Every game being shown here in the fan zone. Right, I think I'm away to go get myself a wee pint and sit and watch the game. Quite right. No, honestly, I was in this morning for a, a kilt fitting of all things. Right, for a, an upcoming wedding, not my own. Um, and I should point that out. The, the first one's still intact. Un, I don't want to not bring you on this, Gordon dear. Uh, yeah, not yours either. But I don't know. Genuinely, I don't. I, there was just still something in the air. There was a few people, you know, like Scotland tops and kilts, looking weary, like heading home from wherever. 
it was then people who'd clearly wanted to come back out and yeah, I think you could think you could feel it. I tell you what, we do know how to celebrate when a result goes our way, you know, not even a win, but a positive draw, result. Yeah. We do know how to celebrate. We're world champions at that. But it's no surprise though, right? Because the number of people involved I don't know if you've seen this in Gordon Deal. You'll be really interested here because two of your great loves in life are about to combine football oh, and something else, right? Mm. I don't know if you saw this. So the game was obviously on STV last night and it achieved I think it's their like highest ever audience or you know or the biggest in a long time um of 1.9 million and that's just on STV and on ITV it was it peaked at 19 million. Ooh, so you look at it you know just over 20 million people at some point uh, watching the game Here's the important bit though Gordon I love the detail here right It was mm-hmm. STV's highest ever peak audience Since records began Beating the moment That Coronation Street serial killer Richard Hillman Confessed <laughs> his crimes to wife Gail In 2003 That one attracted 1.932 million So trails ever so slightly uh, From Stevie Clark's side uh, Beach Coronation Street Remember Richard Hillman oh, yes. He was a baddie yeah, Is that him that drove the car and Into the, car, and the, the canal, canal. canal yeah, yeah. Was, He was a nasty bit of work oh. What a moment oh. And so, it's, took, it's took this game To, to beat, beat that, that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks on STV And you guys slaughtered me For watching the street <laughs> For what it's worth I, could, I remember that I think it, But since then Nah I'm not so sure, sure. Surely and, the more watchman Ken put Deirdre up against the wall Had his hand <laughs> down to throw it Well when was that though Would that be before I can't believe we're having this discussion yeah. And funnily enough I mean, we're about to. Oh. You were on. You were telling us earlier on. Yeah. Super I'm, scoreboard Coronation Street football crossover continues. Yeah, I was. Uh, I was out at Kirkley Golf Course today playing a sort of a. I don't know what it was called. Golf, um, a golf competition. Yeah, a golf competition. <laughs> right. That's what it called. And obviously, I was rushing to get into the studio, and we were getting held up a little bit, and we were leading at the time. And one of the lads said, look, I'll let you play through, but make sure you tell Hugh, I was the guy that came on and called him Deirdre Barlow. <laughs> <laughs> oh, remember that? Because he had the oh, yeah. Ken Barlow here yeah, during yeah. lockdown and someone said, he's sure he's not more like Deirdre? Deirdre yeah. Or Blanche, was that not no, mother? Yeah, Blanche, Blanche. <laughs> He was getting all roads that day. <laughs> I must admit, though, on that, if we, if we, we've got a bone to pick with him, I think, Mark Who? Wilson. Who? DL. So he was golfing this morning, right? Oh yeah, I know. What, so yeah, I've gone on, to, I've gone on to Instagram, and I've seen the classic picture. I've seen him bending down, putting his hand into the the, the, the golf hole. <laughs> yeah. Be careful, boys. <laughs> to to retrieve his ball, and he's smiling up. He's posing at the camera at the same time, right? So I'm thinking, he's got a hole in one. It's got to be. Then I read the caption, and it's an eagle on a par four. So he's got a two on a par four, which is great and well done to him. Is it, is it worthy hold of the on, picture? Hold no, on. Where no, do you, where I do totally hand? agree, Gordon. See, no. see, a par three, you yeah. get a hole in one. What do you get? It's oh, an eagle. Come on, it's no, not the same. It's not the same. Only a hole in four. I didn't take the photograph. <laughs> Someone said, John, John I need to send this to my fuzzle. Take a photo. We did take two times. Because this is the thing. I'm not trying to take it. It was a great achievement. Well done to you. But I don't know. I feel you need to save the photo for the hole in one. Gordon. And the same as you, Gordon. When I saw it, I thought, he's got a hole in one. Then you scroll down. It's like two birdies, isn't it? You get an eagle for a hole in one at a par three. Nah, but it's not the same. It's not the same. It's not. It is, please he's believe big He's Instagram just now. What it's almost as if he's trying to impress people what? out there. Yeah, 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 the, the, the celebrity caddy 
Craig, mm-hmm. who's always listening Absolutely. to the programme. Yeah, he might be busy. Yeah. <laughs> He's a bit busy with a US only. Not him, he'll be listening, to be fair. He'll yeah. have the, the um, AirPods and whatever. In, get in, Craig. Tell us what this is all Craig, about. Craig's never, ever delivered even a gold ball. I'm and, disappointed. And just, be- him. just before we wrap up, a man of his vintage turning up to the show in a white golf belt. No, Are you having no, that? Forget no, about okay. it. Okay. Right. 01419511025. We'll take more of your calls next. Taking your calls on Scottish football. 0141-951-1025. This is Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Join us at a quite uh, an, an unfortunate moment. Gordon Dale, Mark Wilson, and Hugh Keevens are still trying to um, demolish their snack selection. It's been a it's been a long a couple of hours. The guys and the 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 text message arrived this morning, Hugh, to say from the big boss. Who was really appreciative of you guys picking yourselves up after last night And coming in and putting in another shift And said that you could order extra special food today And it would all be, it would be arranged for you And Mark Wilson's a bit of a foodie He likes to go out and about How would you describe the look on your face When Mark Wilson suggested uh, sushi? <laughs> I would say pained uh, Quizzical Bemused uh, Have you but- ever had sushi before? Never <laughs> Come on I've never had it I thought chocolate. we should have just got it For an experiment What was the other thing you said He didn't like the other night So he doesn't like chocolate There was something else That was quite um, Straightforward Oh it was something Charlie McGrew was going to order Was it? Honestly he's, he's set in his ways I think That's that's what that's what we'll say Do you know what he then tried to order? The worst He tried to order a ham and pineapple pizza <laughs> Can't believe we're having it Honestly <laughs> Uh, we've had an equaliser in the game that's going on at the moment for France It's 66 minutes gone and that's France just level Antoine Griezmann, they've missed so many chances in the first half Then Hungary took the lead and uh, France have now levelled things up um, I was about to read a message from Craig who had got in touch actually to say That you know maybe this should be a bit of an inspiration It, it, it shows, give us faith that, that we can beat the Croatians we'll, we'll wait and see how it ends And I, I just... My head's now sore with all these permutations Please tell me Hugh Please please tell me that if we beat Croatia huh. We are not going to have some sort of freak outcome Where we don't go through on four points Well it would be the story of our lives But I really You remember the Monday night programme And I said to you I hate to tell you this But I feel positive and optimistic And although there was a serious dent In my confidence after Monday and the Czech Republic I am really looking forward to Tuesday I honestly believe that we will beat Croatia I believe we'll beat Croatia because we are buoyant After the England game And also we deserve to be considered the favourites Because of that nucleus of terrific players that Steve Clark has assembled And I again truly think but Croatia are not as good as us. There was a time when you would have been in fear and trepidation if you were playing Croatia, but not now. We said that about the Czechs, Hugh. Um, World Cup finalists. Sure. Yeah, I, I, I'm with Mark. I'm not sure about this. I think the advantage, we've got two advantages. I think what we take out of last night... The confidence, everything about that will be as high as kites. Of course we will. As players, as supporters, everything. We're at Hamden as well. We're in our own backyard, mm. which gives us a great opportunity. Um, I, I'm, I think we will win the game, Hugh. But I think we'll need to 
As I said, I didn't think it was a real bad performance against the Czechs. It was a bad result. We created some chances. We've got to score. Yeah, we've still not scored. Got, yeah, not exactly, scored. Gordon. So. And I think we've got to get that sorted. So, and if we keep playing the way we're going, and 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 luck falls our way, and we need that little bit of luck because we got it last night. We kept saying before England game, we'll need a little bit of luck. We got it right to the beginning when the Stones header mm-hmm. comes off the post. Then we we built in our confidence from there, and we were absolutely brilliant. We'll need that again in Tuesday. Yeah, the thing is. Uh, not a bit of darkener and things going into Tuesday, but Croatia, you know, were tipped before the tournament started, probably to to challenge England to top the group, and you know that kind of faded when you saw them against England, and they were so poor, and then they didn't really hit the heights yesterday either against Czech Republic, but I think the Croatian players will be well aware of what their media are saying about them back home. And know that they need a big performance To get themselves back into this tournament They've still got quality players You don't get to World Cup final a couple of years ago Without having quality players in a quality side And I know they're getting on a wee bit But they're still very dangerous Let's bring in Andy on the line What did you make of it last night Andy? How are you doing guys? I'm fine, aye aye brilliant. Can I just say a wee quick uh, I had to wait my mother-in-law to rest on Thursday So God bless we may uh, oh, sorry to hear that, Andy. Hopefully, uh, you and the family Aye. are holding up okay. Sorry to hear that. Aye. So, me and my missus just watched it last night, and I thought it was absolutely brilliant. Every, you know, everyone, to a man, you just, they just knew what they were doing. They played, you know, a team that you want to be seen playing. Everyone knew what everyone else is doing. Nah, I just still think the more games we play, you know, we're going to get better and better. And you look at the squad, I mean, some of the young boys are still not the game yet, plus the boys that aren't there yet, you know, are injured. I, I think we'll beat Croatia I really do uh, And I thought the boy I thought it was a great save The pick was an after boy I don't know I thought it was a great save Yeah that, that's, that's the thing When you when you go through our chances Hugh I'm not sure What, what was the one you felt Closest to what, that, that we came Well I mean I was really Praying for O'Donnell's chance To go in But Pickford did well uh, I, I do now understand That the Dykes effort Would have gone past the post Uh but the England defender headed that way anyway, and you know. What about the Shea Adams one at the end? I know it was a bit wide to the mm, six-yard oh. box. He, you're not telling me he shouldn't have hit the target. Yeah, yeah. he should have, but he, he sliced it. I, I still have this feeling, and I know we haven't scored a goal in the competition yet, but I still have this feeling that <clears throat> we can get a goal from pretty much anywhere. We can get a goal from. Um, Set piece Dykes or Adams Or McGinn um, Gilmer You know The goal in him as well He almost scored uh, Against the Netherlands When he came on In the preparatory match Before this competition began I just think that we We are capable yeah. Of getting that goal And maybe I hope we're one. saving them For Tuesday here Yeah Because it's important Obviously you'd, you'd be more worried though If we weren't Getting chances chance and, and as Hugh says Well the different types You know we've had the ones where Robertson gets to, to bylines mm-hmm. or, and Stephen O'Donnell got to the byline last night John McGinn wanted to take one on from distance England handled their set pieces pretty well but, but we had a couple kind of second balls and stuff that you know made a nuisance of ourselves so you know Yeah I'd be more worried if you're coming out of uh, like say a 0-0 draw and you've not created anything a 2-0 defeat you've not created and you're thinking well we've got to win a game we've got to score goals 
but I think if we keep creating the chances, especially from the wide areas as well, I think that's a big threat. I think O'Donnell last night showed that Robertson's world class on the left hand side. If they can get any good positions, get good deliveries in there, I'm sure the quality mm. of Adams, for instance, will put the ball in the back of the net for us. Andy, the guys have not let me live it down. I'm a very nervous football fan when it comes to watching Scotland and uh, a few heart in the mouth moments. Did, did you find it nervous or did you actually feel that we had a, a good level of control within the game? I will see before the game, I, I really, you know, quietly fancied this. I thought we'd have scored uh, yesterday. I know, I know the boys are saying I, that's going to be the problem. And it's just, but we've been unlucky, but I, uh, two's gone to score and few say that. I mean, even. Tierney can score and oh yeah, we'll get about seven players that he can score goals for. So we just need that wee bit. Of, I mean, I was going to ask you if, if we do one, is, does goal average count? Does that go on to the, the factor as well? Yeah, I mean, if you we know. were if we were level on points, it would go goal difference. Um, and then there are various ways that, that then you know if you're tied on goal difference and and it goes all the way down, I think it's then goal scored head to head that type of thing. Um, Hugh, that, that that could have been important. Um, I mean, it, it still could be. You look at the last, the previous Euros, Portugal went on to win it, getting three points out of their group. I think Wales got three points in their group. There, there is a scenario where you get four points and you don't go through, but but it, it is highly unlikely. Other, he says other, tentatively. The other reason why I am bringing sedatives for you on Tuesday night <laughs> is that. <laughs> Hard work. Running concurrently will be yep. England versus the Czech Republic. So it will be the as things stand moment for all of us. Uh, and who knows? I mean, what if the Czech Republic suddenly take the lead at Wembley and we take the lead at Hamden? Can you imagine the state you'll be in? The good thing is, group A, B, and C will be done yes. by the time. Mm. We kick off on Tuesday night So At least we know There'll be Some teams out of it So we know What kind of position We're in before we go in It's not going to be One of these moments I don't think anyway That if we win And we can't really celebrate On the pitch I think we'll We'll know If we've done enough or not I can't promise you That I will be calm But just to slightly Disagree with what you said there This might just be A personal thing People will disagree I feel like the target Is just getting four points So actually worrying about Where it, what else happens I don't, I'm not sure that Is quite as important Yes there is a scenario Where we could finish second In the group It doesn't have to be third But For me anyway Personally Get the four points Win the game You're on four points It gives you a very good chance Of going through Whether that's in third place or not Well I'm for I'm me with you, I was, I'm with you Gordon I think that's correct Before I think we kicked you, off that, Yeah four that points was the same, yeah. Take your chances from there If we finish third We still qualify It doesn't matter I think we've got to make sure Forget England and the Czechs What they're doing Concentrate on what we are doing Get the three points Get a good result Get the goals in And we'll take our chances You see I understand What you're going through Gordon Because there was a time When I was young And at Anfield When Scotland played Wales To decide Who would go to the 78 World Cup We have a newsreader here Who was on at three o'clock there Lindsay Hearn Lindsay Hearn's dad Alan Was one of the most famous sports writers uh, in Scotland And he said to me At Anfield that night Sit down young man 
Because I was up and down Up and down Pretty much the way You were at the dry gate Last night Nah you're allowed that now though Change days You're not expected to be You know you, you, got, you got, That was a more formal time yeah. You'd have been there With a shirt and tie on You are there with the Scotland strips on Flat cap The Scotland strips were on We're kicking back Two ferrets Two ferrets with me We've got Charlie Mulgrew Kicking back Slagging everybody in the audience With size 11 feet And just looking magnificent It's a more relaxed era I think you can allow to you can be allowed to be a bit more emotional. Yeah, I, in saying that though, I, I, yeah, it was tense last night. Once that final whistle went, it, you know, you could see that the people that were round about us just relax and start to enjoy their evening. Um, you could see the the alcohol perhaps kicking into them because of tension. <laughs> well, the, te- <laughs> the tension through the ninety minutes. There was a bit of a silence about the whole. The whole game Because people were that You know Scared that The worst could happen And as soon as the final whistle went Then You know People were more relaxed What about Charlie's line of the night Will I just but play it back I, no, I actually recorded it for I, you Because you loved it I was still laughing at that This morning I've got to say I was brilliant All my pals are saying the same We need to get the young boys in Let let everybody have a shot That's what we, we were There's no set of swings <laughs> <laughs> Don't, don't, don't say We're at the Euros Go off and give somebody else a chance <laughs> No, okay. Everybody needs to get a shot Half the roundabout was my turn <laughs> That was good wasn't it Tears well, well, were coming down if, my eyes last if, night If Charlie's that sharp at Dundee United They could win the title <laughs> that, was, that was a piece of quality I've got to say He's so laid back as well I've, I, That's the first time I've ever met Charlie uh, And Mark I've, I've heard Mark talking about him Saying how laid back he is I couldn't believe He nearly fell back sleeping <laughs> he was just sitting there Calm, relaxed The old trainers on The, the fleece At 100 <laughs> degrees And he came out with that Last night I bet He's worried about his body fat Remember <laughs> I don't think Charlie's worried about his body it was, a good, it was a good line Thank you to Andy On the line Let's bring in Jim and Aberfoyle What about you Jim? How are you feeling? I just think Hugh Humans Have just put the kiss of death In Scotland <laughs> Probably Probably right Jim You know Every, every time somebody Predicts Scotland's going to win They fall flat in their face and my my, be, my my biggest point is I think we've got the Quality there We should have had six points on the table mm. Yeah do you know I what that, 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 that I actually get where Jim's coming from Where it, It's actually two really good performances Hopefully we don't Live to regret Passing up the uh-huh. chances that we yeah. did here Because actually what happens last night Does that maybe put a little bit of a different complexion On Monday Do you think that's won a few more people over To realise yeah, it was it was a bad outcome and it was a bad result. But actually, we've not performed badly yet at all. We've, we've done all right, no. but all right, n- n- you know, nothing more. Yeah, but uh, you know, we can't go through life. We waited twenty three years for this moment. We can't go through life watching games through the cracks in our fingers and shaking like a leaf. If I think Scotland to win, I am perfectly entitled to say so. And if you don't think Scotland can win, then just come out and say it, because at the end of the day. It doesn't matter It's about the team That Steve Clark picks It's about how they perform Individually and collectively It's about how they handle The fact that the country Has come to a standstill They are professional footballers I think if we Turnbull and Patterson He would have won the first game No I'm not having that <clears throat> Sorry um, I think that The question marks were The fact that Did Gilmore come in there could they have played Gilmore and won the first game? Adams. That's Adams. You know, a lot of people, because he get beat, say right away, and 
I was one of them as well. We all have our different teams. Oh, you should have played X, Y, and Z. I don't, I'm not buying that. You know, Parson and Turnbull, who are two fantastic young players, and, and automatically win you the game. Yeah, well, automatically win you the game. <clears throat> I just think it was clinical finishing um, from the Czechs. I've got to say, Gorda, and it's interesting how people, uh, d- different people, see the game differently. Uh, Jim was saying there we should have six points with Kenny McLean, who would have been a part of that squad on this afternoon and he said last about last night he thought it was a fair result you mm. know so it just shows you how other people see the game but I don't get, I go back no, to I, I, I still think you, you, there's a subtle difference here you can see possibly a fair result but we still definitely could have won it oh well there is I don't doubt but everybody looks at it different I don't think that uh, Patterson and Turnbull and Monday would have guaranteed us to go and win the game I just think it was one of those games that we we fell down short. We right? couldn't Not, get it right in front of goal, and yeah, they did. And they did exactly. Last night, I thought we started looking a better side. We get Gilmore in there. Everybody's talking about. O'Donnell responded to his criticism. The back three. I think the big difference with us at the back, Gordon, was Tierney fit again gives everybody a boost. McTominay. That we all agreed thinking midfield's his best position. That's where he bosses it with Man mm-hmm. U. Brilliant last night as well. So I just think that Steve Clark got everything right last night. Uh, thank you, Jim. And just to point out, Hughes actually turned over a new leaf. He told us last night England could play all night and not score. <laughs> and he was right. By yeah. the way, when you were hitting out with that nonsense, he went a bit, early, getting, he went yeah, a bit early, didn't Too he? early for my liking. I, I, I thought, was getting a bit nervous no. at that. Because see, I've been on this show long enough to hear you being wrong so many times that I thought... It's coming again But you've got time to wait I don't have time to wait <laughs> <laughs> I need to get this stuff out now Hugh you were 100% I even I even mentioned Harry Kane after 30 minutes And Gordon shot me down in flames And he ended up getting something You can get a feeling for players oh. I just thought No that, no no See I'm not having that uh, Captain Hindsight You were sat next to Charlie McGrew Who told you That against England At Hamden On Lee Griffiths day Harry Kane was quiet, really mm-hmm. quiet, and he popped up with the goal that broke our hearts. So Harry Kane had a bad start to his tournament. Uh, Hanley last night had him, and he's oh, Hanley could just... have played by flip flops on last night against Harry Kane. He was that good. The thing is, though, I know we're going into England here with Harry Kane. He he lives off the chances created for him. You know, more often than not, and with Foden and Sterling and Mount behind him, those are your guys who have got to create something. Your guys nullified them Thanks Jim 0141 Remember every caller Who makes it on air today Goes into the draw To win a retro Scotland top Thanks to Greaves Sports So you, you might as well Just in case you're swithering That might give you a nudge In the right direction Pick up the phone And let us know how you're feeling After last night